everyone, and welcome to the 42nd episode of Slime Time SideQuest, an official Dragon's Den podcast. This is one of your hosts, Platy M3. And uh, this is Yangus the Legendary Bandit. Uh, you know what, Platy? Going through that list of IGN's top 100 games uh, for the Nintendo Entertainment System a couple episodes back, you know, that was pretty fun. Yeah, but my God, that was exhausting, man. And uh, like half full of some real clunkers and... You know, I'm, I'm making air quotes here right now because everybody can see me. Classics that uh, very few people remember fondly. Shh, don't say that too loud. We're going to get mad if you're talking about Fester's Quest. Uh, but, Ooh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, but, you know, um, you know, it is true, though. Uh, so, you know, for today's episode, you know, I thought we'd uh, be a little better to talk about a smaller subset of games. You know, much smaller list, not 100 this time. And, mm. uh, you know, one that is hopefully devoid of clunkers. Ooh, did you uh, look at that IGN Top 25 SNES games or something? No, no, no. We're leaving IGN uh, rankings aside and crossing the Pacific. Was there like a Shonen Jump that did like Top 25 PS1 games or something like that? I didn't know they did video games. No, but it it, it does involve Japan, though. Uh, It's Hmm. Famitsu. God bless you. Uh, No, no, I said Famitsu. Gesundheit? Fatty, what the hell? I said Famitsu. 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 You know, from Japan. Daijobu. Oh, God bless me. I already said that. I know, but all right. Look, I need to start soloing these episodes. Uh, we really need to get Yangus Yaks off the ground. Oh boy! Well, uh, for all of you listeners out there, as clueless as Platy is, apparently, uh, what we're doing today is looking at the 27 games uh, that the famous, or to some people maybe the infamous, video game magazine. <laughs> Uh, Famitsu has rated a perfect 40. Uh, Famitsu famously has four critic review uh, famous video games for their famous magazine, which each famous critic gives the game <laughs> a score up to 10. Famous. Uh, if all Famously. four critics agree, the game gets a perfect score of 40 and a place on our list tonight. So, without further ado, let's introduce our guest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up. What now? I know this is going to, like, floor you. Surprise, surprise. I actually followed everything that you just said famously, um, but I do have one e- one tiny question here. Um, what order are we going to read these video games in? Order? Why is that important? We're, we're just going to talk about them. No, no, no. But, uh, see, I got to be the one that has to introduce and make all these transitions and everything. Am I going in order by, like, release date? Am I doing them alphabetically? Am I going by, like, their total score? Like, the chief developer's mother-in-law's main name? Am I transitioning Nintendo to PlayStation? Like, how am I doing it? Kind of like that chief developer's mother-in-law's maiden name thing. But, uh, no, 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 we're not doing that. None of those last three, especially. Uh, total score? I mean, they're all 40. Platy. We're just the 40 of you fool. We're doing 27. They're all ranked 40. Well, actually, I thought they were from the 90s, so that's they're not even 30 years old yet, these games. Not 40. Uh, okay, you know what? I'm over this script. All right, look. Time to deviate to save my sanity and what the what's left of the audiences. Uh, we'd like to thank our guests who are joining us tonight. We have Drippy Slime Star, Evan, a.k.a. Eel, and Pendy. Thanks for joining us tonight uh, to help us drown out Platy's name whatever he calls it great Bro. to be here I, I, i'm hoping to see uh dragon quest 5 for the nes show up on this list again cool just like i wrote the script thanks guys for keeping to that <laughs> yeah yeah really this whole episode is just gonna be uh 360 no scope 420 uh no fat no november a fun fabulous time that's totally tubular and blessed and based for us all so uh with enough of that platy let's go on to the release order uh just start reading the damn list get going all right, all right. Okay, so we've got the uh, top, well, the top 27 games as uh, rated by Famitsu, and we're going to go in release order, 
And uh, interestingly enough, I don't know how long Fibitsu has been around, but uh, it, I've got the list of four their perfect 40s and their almost perfect 39s open. Um, they gave a 39 in the year 1991. So I don't know, uh, like I said, when they started rating games, but they didn't have a perfect 40 until this Nintendo 64 game in 1998. Anyone want to, uh, oh, yeah, and you know what? Hold up, hold up. Scratch all this. I forgot somebody had an idea. We want to talk mm. about uh, what we think might be on the list because there's a couple of us that wrote down our ideas before the list. We saw the list, or there's a couple of people here who haven't even seen the list yet. Yeah, we kind of just left it up to an option if you wanted to look at the list ahead of time or just go in blind. And uh, Pendy and I are both going in blind, and I believe um, Matt, Eel, and uh, Drippy are all kind of aware of what's on the list, or at least part of the list. Yep. So I, I did go back, though, and, and I kind of wrote down three games that I thought would probably be on this list. Um, I looked at the list like a month and a half ago and then completely forgot. So before I went back to look at the list, I did go back and write down that I really thought something, you know, there, there would definitely be a Dragon Quest game or two. Um, I was thinking it was like Dragon Quest Eleven. thinking maybe Elden Ring, um, probably a Final Fantasy at least, maybe 12 or 10, um, and probably a Persona game, probably four or five. Those were my guesses with uh, really nothing in my brain at the time. Pendy, what do you think you might see on this list? Well, I was thinking that there's going to be at least one Mario game, one Dragon Quest game, and a Zelda game. And I think there's, if I remember right from like way back in the day, I think there's whatever the Zelda game got the top 40, or I mean got the perfect 40, was like not the one you would expect, if I remember mm, right. Okay. Drippy, oh, you already looked. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the list. It's yeah, fun listening to these comments as I'm, <laughs> as I'm reading it. Like, yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess I'll say mine then. Um, I think that, because we were talking about this before we started recording, like, I have this real, like, kind of fuzzy memory of this game that I think I saw. I had a 40 for the score. Uh, it was Zelda Ocarina of Time. I, I'm guessing that's going to be on the list. I might, maybe I'm going to be right and judging maybe by... Uh, Platy's one comment before he'd switch gears, maybe it is that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was one of the things that, like, in my brain, I'm like, oh, I mean, that's that's definitely got to be on there. It's like, we're going to see if my memory's right or not. But uh, otherwise, I have not looked at this list. I have no idea. So I'm just going to guess that there's probably going to be Mario game on there. I'm going to say Super Mario Galaxy 1. And I'm going to say that there's a Dragon Quest game on there. I'm going to say Dragon Quest 7 for the PS1. Wow. Okay. Uh, that'd be a, uh, I mean, it's a hundred for me, but we'll see. Zero for me. Game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we might as well get started with the game that, you know, Yangus already guessed. So starting on the N64, back in 1998, the very first game that Famitsu gave a 42. What do you think it was, Yangus? Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yes, that was it. So really? That was the first game that got a 40 from, from them? First perfect 40 from them. That's crazy. like I said, I they've at least be been around for seven years before that. That's interesting. I thought for I would have figured for sure a Super Nintendo game would have had a 40. Their first uh, 29 or their first 39 was A Link to the Past. Oh, OK, that's interesting. And that surprises so. me, too, because like like I said, I, I kind of had a memory of reading that. But it's like, no, I'm probably not right, because Zelda's really never been that big in Japan compared to the rest of the world. Like it really kind of shifted gears with some of the handheld ones like um, Link 
uh, Link Between Worlds on the 3DS, and especially with uh, uh, Breath of the Wild, you know, on this with the Switch release. But mm-hmm. I mean, Zelda's never really been that big of a franchise in Japan compared to the rest of the world. So that really does surprise me that they have rated the Zelda games that high. I mean, maybe not the popularity among the general public, but I think it's always been very well reviewed in Japan. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking like like sales wise and stuff. Like you look at yeah. the rest of the world, like it's very mm-hmm. much talked about. No, I agree with you there. Yeah, everyone else. So well, who's yeah, I mean, played this... uh, Ocarina of Time? Me. <laughs> I have, I this is what I've even played and enjoyed. I have this thing with Zelda games where I've played nearly every single one, but I don't think I've gone past a single dungeon for any of them. <laughs> I think the farthest I got was in um, Skyward Sword. Yeah, I've never gotten past the fish dungeon. I tried it on the 3DS, um, but I've never never really gotten far. I've only ever beaten one other, uh, two other Zeldas, but... I, I don't get the hype about this one. I mean, I think it's probably nostalgia and stuff. And oh, look, it's in 3D. But I never, I never understood why it was so. And I mean, I'm looking at the Metacritic score as well. We can go over that a little bit yeah. later. But I you can bring I it up now. I was gonna say you're apparently you're completely wrong. There's no nostalgia here. This thing's got a 99 on Metacritic. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> it's the only one too. Like all the other ones that we'll talk about tonight, we yeah. won't always mention the Metacritic. But this is the one that seems like is unanimous. Yeah. I don't, I don't get what I, I just really don't see what people find so special about it. But, you know, I, I didn't have an N64 growing up. The GameCube was my first home console. It's no um, Zelda, too. <laughs> <nope>. <laughs> That's right. Damn it. That's a damn good game. Where's my Castlevania, too? <laughs> When's Zelda three? Yeah. yeah, this was um. I was going to say, uh, would this that, have been Zelda 3? No, Zelda 3 was technically Link's Awakening. Oh, okay. I thought but, it was Link um, to the Past. But... No, Link's Awakening was predated. Oh, yeah, Link, Link, Link to the Past, past would have been the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I, it's, I'm it's, a whole generation I don't remember the here. exact order, but I'm pretty sure that Link to the Past came like right after Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, anyway, um, Ocarina of Time, this was the first Zelda game that I played. I wasn't very good at it. It was mostly because... Um, only could rent a copy or I would play my cousin's copies, um, you know, if they were around. Um, never, I just kind of kept playing the game at different points, but um, when I eventually was able to get a copy for myself, uh, it was really fun to finally play through the rest of the game, you know, see everything else and uh, really just kind of enjoy exploring around. This is kind of where my start and appreciation for just like games that kind of let you just kind of roam around and explore, you know, gives you, gives you a goal, but it also let you have a little you know free reign you know has a nice balance i think uh this is definitely one of my most replayed zelda games um actually just recently replayed it this year on my wii u so i've been buying up some of the virtual console releases before uh the virtual the e-shop gets shut down on the wii u and it was fun revisiting the game and you know figuring out some stuff that i never knew about before and uh, as a just kind of getting reacquainted with it you know, I definitely think that uh, there de- there's other games that do things better than this one, but this is still one of my favorites. I, j- I just like a lot of how like Hyrule's presented, how this kind of really started to bring more of a story dynamic and just, like kind of story shift to the series as well. Uh, I think some other games, again, kind of did that a little better, but it was cool to see how that started with Ocarina of Time and how this game sort of established uh, what would become more and more of a Zelda staples. So. Yeah, I got a lot of love for this game. All right. We'll see if anybody's got any love for the next one on the list. This is a Dreamcast title from 1999. Ooh. Namco game. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Well, I know what this is. Um, let me see. Namco game. Uh, is, no, it, is. Um, is, is it a is fighting it a game? Ta- is it a Tales of game? Oh, no, no. It's probably Soul Calibur. There you it go. is Soul Calibur. There you go. And as soon as you said Namco, I was like, ah, Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. This was a. Wait, was it, uh, was it Soul Blazer or was it Soul Calibur? 
Soul Calibur. You're right. Yeah. Okay. All right. No. Well, there's an entry in that series that before it was renamed Soul Calibur, it was like Soul Blazer or something, or Soul Ledge or something. Like I think Soul Blazer isn't that uh, the hell is that company? The Square Enix one. No, uh, no, no, I'm t- let me look it up here. I gotta check. Soul Edge? Is that what you're talking about? The first one, Soul yeah, Edge? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking, Soul That's Edge. the first one. But no, Soul Calibur. I couldn't remember which one it was. This is such a, a fantastic port of a fighting game on the Dreamcast. Like, I remember people going bonkers over this, how you know, how smooth it was on the Dreamcast and how well it played. It was it was a great game. Are you talking about Soul Calibur or Ivy? Uh, I mean, a little bit of both. <laughs> So, uh, you know, another interesting fact here, this is the second highest one on Metacritic on this whole list, coming in at a 98. So these these two games that they picked to give the 42, apparently uh, many critics agreed. Yeah, I, I don't blame them on this one. This was uh, this is really good. I have a lot of good memories. I never had Dreamcast myself, but I had friends that mm-hmm. did, and they had this. And a lot of good memories from playing this game with uh, with my friends that did have this. And it looked it was so looked so good on the Dreamcast, too. Like, you know, Dreamcast had some really good-looking games, for what that system could do, and this is one of the the top uh, top ones uh, graphically and how how uh, well it played for sure. I only have experience with the second one on uh, GameCube with because uh, it had Link in it, and I'm not oh, a fighting game person, uh, so I would just spam whatever the quick attack button was. Um, but I know that yeah, I, I used to work with a guy that was really into fighting games, and six did six come out a few years ago? Soul Calibur yeah, six. He, he was. He was all excited about that, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm just not a fighting game person." Yeah, the one that it had... was it was cool when they brought that series back because everybody thought after five it was just totally dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that, that you played that had Link, like uh, the yeah, Nintendo Soul system Calibur, had Link, and then mm-hmm. uh, Xbox had uh, Spawn. Spawn, I think. Yeah, and Spawn, then yeah. and then PlayStation had the the guy from Tekken. It had Heihachi. Yeah, Heihachi. Yeah, that was cool when they did that. Yeah, yeah. I've only played the fourth one, but had a good time with that. Oh, I guess I've also played as Astaroth in um, that Pac-Man party game. It was called Pac-Man Fever on the GameCube. I just picked him because I'm like, oh, that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. He's this giant dude walking around. He just looks all like completely different art style than everybody else. It's like, okay, I'll play as him. In a Pac-Man game? (laughs) Yeah, it's a Pac-Man Mario Party kind of game on the GameCube. Oh, okay. It's called Pac-Man Fever. It's got Astaroth. That's hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, he was one of the playable characters, and he looked completely different compared to everybody else, yes. but that's why I picked him. So out of place. <laughs> I know, that's why I picked him. He's just so much fun. <laughs> oh. oh, but did the one that you played, you said you played 4, was that the one that had all the Star Wars got people in it? We had, yeah, you that played had, Darth Vader. It was, yeah. yeah, it was Darth was Vader for the PS3 version, Yoda for the Xbox 360 version, and you could unlock the Apprentice from the... The Star Wars, whatever those games were, um, yeah. from around there. Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. No, no, no. Nope. It was, nope. uh, it was Force the one Unleashed. You, yeah, Force Unleashed, thank you. Yeah. I think you could also, like, later on, they made it yep. so, like, for a dollar or something, you could, you could get Yoda or yep. Darth Vader for the opposite release. Yeah, because I had them all. Yeah, I remember having that in the day. Yeah. Mm. But, like, originally they were console exclusive, but then after a yep. while they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to release them as a, you know, like, you pay, like, a dollar or two dollars, and bam, there you go. Mm-hmm. I thought playing with Yoda was fun, but everybody else was like, no. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, getting back to the Dreamcast port, like it, it was almost as I mean, it was just as good or even better than what you could play in the arcade. It was great. So that's oh, cool. Huh? All right, yeah, the only Dreamcast game on here. Um moving on next to the only PlayStation game on here. Um we get our first square game. Mm. Yeah. This one? Maybe maybe the PS1 okay. square game, two thousand. We we've moved up one more year again. Two thousand. Um 
So Final Fantasy adjacent. Final Fantasy Nine? No. Technically oh, adjacent. Adjacent. Yeah, not a Final Fantasy no, game. No, not a Final Fantasy. There's no Final Fantasy. I have Fantasy seen this cover and about? seen <laughs> gameplay, but I have no idea like anything else about it. Vagrant story. Like, it is. Vagrant okay. story. Right. Oh, Final Fantasy uh, Tactics. No, he said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it's set in the world of Evil East, so I mean, you're not wrong. So. Oh, you're close. Yeah, vagrant story. Oh, I got, okay. the, Matt Kraft couldn't join us tonight. Yeah, he, he had some work to do, um, but he was going to send me some notes. And I guess he, he ended up sending me one total note. And this is the game he uh, sent me a note about. He said he spent many long, lovely hours messing around with the crafting system in this game. So I guess had a good crafting system. Um, but then he just got lost in the world. <laughs> Maybe he, that's where he got the name Matt Kraft from. Yeah, I remember this is super. Oh, the craft part. Oh, yeah, I remember this game was super like critically adored at the time, and it had like this amazing. I think it was from the trailer where like the main character is talking to somebody. He's like, "Oh, we need to get reinforcements," and he's like, "I am the reinforcements." It sticks out in my mind. (laughs) Yeah, this is. uh, Anybody play this? No, I have not played it. I know it's part of the Evilese world that's uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy Twelve take place in. Yeah, yeah. PS One JRPGs are definitely a blind spot. I, I'd like to get into them, but they're just so outdated to me right now. <laughs> that, that early they're so polygonal. Stuff, oh, I'll, I'll why did I feel like that of... kind of fucking comment was going to come up on this episode? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll play Legend of Dragoon when they make a remake, and I can speed up through those animations that take thirty seconds to do five. Oh, minutes. that's. The best, the best. I love those the long animations with the combos, and let's get some Legend of a Guy in there for like super long fights while we're at it too. Just going through all the different the moves. Now. Every boom, time boom, PS1 boom. gets brought up on this podcast or with these people, it's always freaking. Oh, it takes too long. It's a graphics. Under two different. It's not even about the graphics. It's fight. just it's so obtuse and slow. Yeah, and no, no, you're, I'm not referring to you about the graphics. Right? Yeah. He, he's he's talking to me. Throw oh. shade. We'll open this. Open this fucking Pandora's box. Let's get it going, boys. Let's go. Yeah. This, right, I so try. We, I, oh, go ahead. But you tried this. Yeah, I tried this a little bit. Um, it was a little bit too much for me, but like people loved how deep you could go with the game mechanics on, on this one. Like there was a lot to it. So, just the one where like different body parts had HP and you could hit people's uh-huh. arms or yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, really, it did that before Fallout Three. That's interesting. Eh. Yeah, one of the first. What is it like? A grid kind of like shows up like a circular grid kind of thing, right? Yeah. Is that how you kind of select it? Oh, okay. Yeah, one of the first games that I knew of that had that sort of a. Uh, gaming system was um i'm sure other ones had it before but the first one i was aware of it that was a uh, fallout 3 so that's mm-hmm. interesting to hear that vagrant story who did that like you know two generations excuse me prior <laughs> all right well a little gap happened after vagrant story there was just nothing that amazing coming out then apparently um you know except for oh, almost perfect games like final fantasy 10 gran turismo 3 resident mm-hmm. evil they skipped over that but then they picked the next perfect 40 was a gamecube game the only gamecube game on the list from 2003 this one uh i was gonna, i had a comment but it, it'll probably give it away we were just uh, talking about something that people get pissed off about um they went them. back to a series they've already talked about. It's mm-hmm. Zelda Wind Waker. It's Zelda. It is Wind Waker. Oh, Everybody no. hated the cell shaded graphics. Yes. This was like one of those rare instances where they were ahead of the curve. They were. I remember like, people didn't like this game very much. So many people yeah. bitched about it. I remember that much. 
Okay, Oof. it's revisionist so, history now. I feel like. You oh know, yeah, uh, no, it's definitely people are like, before. oh, this game's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, you know, Metacritic's got it really high too, ninety six. So critically yeah. acclaimed. Maybe people didn't like it, but yeah, it's interesting how that. So, so from coming from the perspective of someone who was God, I probably was like nine or ten, like ten years old when this would have come out. Um, I, you know, wasn't really aware of internet reactions or like, you know, what the general opinion was for, for Wind Waker when it was coming out. But um, I remember when I saw it, like in Nintendo Power, it was like, oh, cool, a new Zelda game. It's like, oh, it's got a different art style, but you know, cool, you know, whatever. Then as I got older, this happens. This happens. Excuse me. This has happened with quite a few other Nintendo games. I've seen what the reaction was from people like back then slash online. What the like the hot takes are and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm surprised these games actually. Had, you know, had such mixed opinions that people were like, oh, it looks like shit. But then after seeing that one Space World trailer where it's like the realistic Link and Ganondorf fighting, it's like, oh, okay. Now I see why people were a little upset then with Wind Waker. Yeah, they were that cutesy that. art style. Yeah. I thought Wind Waker was fun, though, when I was a kid. I, I enjoyed just exploring around the ocean and everything. So it was, yeah, it was really was interesting when getting older and finding out that people were like so divided on it. It was like, oh. I had no idea. Water definitely peaked in the GameCube era, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, you know, maybe that IGN review needs to, for, what was that, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire yeah, yeah. needs to go back. Yeah. You know, 7.8, too much water. Not enough water. <laughs> yeah, I played All the right. Wii U version this year, and, you know, it's pretty good. You know, I, I, I like the graphic style. There's a lot of bloom in the HD version. Yeah, th- that's the bloom. one thing they kind of went overboard overboard with. No, no yeah. boat puns intended. <laughs> so, yeah, and I, you know, I was... I was starting out, like, finding everything and stuff like that. I was kind of, you know, following a guide. But towards the end, I was like, all right, I just, I just want to get this over with. I have enough hearts. I have, you know, enough magic and stuff. My, I got the max wallet. I was like, I'll just get it over with. The, the last dungeon's really fun. I remember that. It was definitely a highlight for me. Because, yeah, I also played it on uh, the GameCube. You know, we were just talking about how, yeah, we were the same age growing up, Angus, and... So I had a copy of this on GameCube, and I hadn't experienced an open-world game. I mean, this isn't... I mean, I guess you can call it an open-world, but maybe not in the traditional sense, but yeah, just like... I'd say it's a little more open than, like, um... Uh, like Ocarina of Time or something. Oh, where, you definitely. Know, you have so much room to go. And as soon as you get the thing that you can, um, you know, the Wind Waker to actually, like, change the wind's direction and stuff, mm-hmm. you, can, you can go just about anywhere, but you might not be able to actually do stuff at some of the places yeah. you go to. But Yeah, but you'll need you know. items and stuff, yeah. yeah. Thank God for the, for the red sale, I think it was, in the HD version, where you can just, like, you don't need to play a spell, you just change the direction that you're going, where, and then, like, speed up super fast. That was awesome to have. <laughs> You know what was also awesome to have was uh, Dragon Quest Eight on the PS2, but sadly that only got a 39. It did not measure up to our first <laughs> Nintendo DS game on here. First party Nintendo game. Come on, first 2005. Surprise, when everybody wait, 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 was playing what's it. What's the year? 2005. Nintendo. It's a big one. It I yeah. Wow. I'm. <laughs> I'm getting kind of scared. I've gotten so many of these right. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Nintendogs. What the hell? I never played this. I never even saw somebody play this. Oh, you oh, I love Nintendogs. No, I never touched cool. this. Yeah, it was fun. No, you're serious. Shit, I emulated everything on the DS, but I didn't touch this. <laughs> it was it was a fun little just kind of relaxing game. But like 40 out of 40 kind of relaxing. <laughs> well, hey, don't according make, to don't knock it until you try it, man. For the weekend, yeah. relaxing? Don't knock I'm going to say, this is the first one Metacritic kind of took exception to. This is it down there at 83. It's one yeah, of like the lowest three or four here on the list. 
Hey, the only uh, goal in this game is to love your dog. So if you yeah. love your dog, then of course it's going to be a perfect game. Yeah. Now this this is very much like an Animal Crossing type of game where there's really mm. no set goal. It's just kind of do whatever you want, and it does it pretty well. And really, like well, graphically, when graphically, when did the no, DS like, come out? Because I feel like really right around this time, this had to be really early. Sure this was a yeah, that was an early game for this it. This was like what, this was like a year into its, its life cycle at this point because DS came out in like 2004, I believe. Mm. So I feel like maybe it was just like the novelty of like, ooh, new system, like, wow, look at, you know, look at how amazing, yeah, these models are and all the two screens and stuff. Because I remember I saw like somebody playing and yeah, you know, you can like throw the frisbees to them, you know, the dogs and stuff like that. So it goes from one screen to the top. Like, yeah, I'm sure it like blew some blew some minds back in the day, but like blew my mind. Right. <laughs> no, I no, I think it's warranted. I Puppies. this game doesn't ooh. handle a lot of the DS's uh capabilities very well. Like the touch screen controls are really good, the mic controls are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a lot of you know, it's just a very I'm not gonna keep trying to defend this game because obviously I can fucking win, but <laughs> like I can tell my dog is a very relaxing point? game. Yes. I like I think it's I think it's a good, good point. time. Who likes the Fumatsu? Who do? You do. <laughs> When's Nintendogs right. for Switch, Nintendo? Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. They brought up that one uh, for the 3DS, like, right at the launch of that console, and then they just kind of stopped. Yeah. Had cats in it, too. It did. Kitties. Where's, my, where's the bird <laughs> uh, update? I'm, I'm, well, it was I'm called, like, Nintendogs and cats. cats. Like, really quiet, like, lowercase <laughs> parentheses. <laughs> In the corner. I take back everything I said. It's got kitties. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, here we go. And, you know, listening to many podcasts about top lists and everything, PlayStation, and thinking back to myself, PlayStation 2 had tons of great role-playing games, right? Great system, you know, all the great role-playing games. But out of all of them, only one game out of the whole system made it on uh, Famitsu's perfect scores. Uh, 2006. Yangus, you've been uh, predicting all these, which makes me think you're just reading along. But, uh, you know. <laughs> it's our first I think Final he's Fantasy pick proper. One now. It's our I first think... Final Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. Okay, so this is PS2, right? Yep. And it's 2006? Yep. Um, I w- oh, let me think. I want to say it's Final Fantasy 12. You are correct. Wow. Uh... <laughs> I thought he was going to pick 10. <laughs> no, 10 was a launch no, title. It... I know that. Right. <laughs> 10 yeah, you know the release date that away that it was a 39. Yeah. Well, so, I uh, didn't hear Final Fantasy 12. I think I've talked so much on this podcast about fuck this game, but uh, I'll just leave it at that. Game plays itself. Fuck you. I even talked about it on the scary game. Well, that's from, why it's uh, so perfect. It can play itself. It's become, <laughs> yeah. It becomes. It has become aware. It it's has. got a life of its okay. own. So, I was playing the PS4 version earlier this year. I forget when, but I was enjoying it. It was... Just kind of a good game to just kind of zone out with a little too, because you know stuff automatically happens. And I do like how <laughs> the Gambit system is set up, so there's a lot of options where you can customize it and things. But you know, if this isn't everybody's cup of tea, I totally get it. Because I actually was just listening to a, a a full discussion of the game last night um, when I was uh, doing something else, and it was interesting hearing how the game how it sets up everything and how like the gameplay is and how there's all this extra content and stuff. But at the same time, like listening to the discussion, I could totally get where, you know, like in Platy's case where he'd be coming from, where it didn't really gel with him. So I just think that's kind of interesting about this game. This is where I become old man Pendy because this is where I fell off of Final Fantasy and never really gave a shit about the series uh, ever again. Pendy, I'm right there, man. Virtual yeah. high five. This was it. I played yep. it. I beat it because I was like, fuck it. I paid full price for this on release. <laughs> I'm going to get every second of it playing itself out of it. But uh, that was it. Yeah. Nope. Well, 
Well, we know, Penny, that you have, you've gone on to Platinum uh, Final Fantasy fifteen like three times. So, I mean, you're saying you got off the series. I mean, that's just a lie. You shouldn't be telling lies, man. <laughs> no, that was that was my cat, Chester. That was all him. I, I've that's, never... that's not cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. You you and that boy band, you went on that journey so many times together, man. Listen, Penny set up the gambits and Chester did all the rest. Exactly. The game just plays itself. That's what the, that's what they do now. He's At got, least you didn't try Platinuming Stranger in Paradise. He's got Marvel vs. Capcom <laughs> 2 in one hand and Final Fantasy 12 in the other. <laughs> yeah, All right, is, so... No. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I, it's, I, no, I'm good. Moving on <laughs> down the list here. So, like, up to this point, they'd had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six games in about nine years or eight years here and this is a point where they really just take off there are three different games from 2008 four from 2009 two from 2010 three from 2011 Yes, yeah, say, this it, list yeah, this is where up if we're jumping ahead that far now, and you know, it, like it, having that many. So yeah, far. I mean, we've got twenty-seven, and we've talked about six from the uh, before two thousand eight. <laughs> so from two thousand eight on, there's twenty-one games here in about thirteen years. So it, it gets pretty good. Stuff. But uh, I think Yangus might agree with this one. Um, not not sure, but we're talking about a Wii game from two thousand eight. Was it? Published by Nintendo themselves. He is published by Nintendo themselves. Dragon Quest Swords. Just kidding. <laughs> was Damn. it? That was it the? Awesome. Was it Super Mario Galaxy? No, no, that was oh. 2007. That's 2007. Um, <laughs> Which means we skipped over that. It game, does by the start way. with Super. Oh. <sighs> Freaking hell! Yeah, Galaxy's um, not even on the uh, other. No, list. that was a late 2000. That was like a holiday 2007 game. Um, 2008. Is this like early in the year? I have no idea. No, oh, it doesn't. I remember okay. it was cold when I picked okay. it up. So. <laughs> I just maybe wonder. Oh, like morning. an early like super punch out? thing or something. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of punching going on. I'm, I'm sure. sure there were a lot of brawls uh, Smash, going on. Yeah, uh, Smash, okay, Smash Brothers brawl. Yeah. <laughs> when I got thinking about it, it's like, oh yeah, brawl was like a March 20 or 2000. March, March 9th. Yeah, March 19th. Yeah, because yeah, I fucking March remember 9th. when I went to get my copy of that game, I was so excited. I got home. And my Switch couldn't read the disc because I've talked about this on another episode. But my Switch or my sorry, my Nintendo Wii was one of those ones that could not read the disc because mine was like one of the part of a batch that could not read the dual layer disc that they used for Brawl. So I descended into Nintendo, had to wait like three weeks before I got it back and the game. Yeah, yeah, it's that game. (sighs) Yeah, for proprietary software stuff. I love this one. This was the first one of the first games I pre-ordered at the GameStop that I would actually end up working at. Um, I played the ever-loving shit out of this with my brother, uh, just like you know, melee and stuff like that. But then Subspace Emissary, I think. Oh this yeah, not that great. It's what? I don't know, what? It's, no, I don't know. I played it a few years ago. I gave it another try and. Because Brawl is so much slower than, like, if you're coming right from Melee. Like, literally, I I was playing Melee the day, like, before and of, before I went to go pick it up. And then when I turned Brawl on, I was like, wow, this is, like, really slow. But I was slower and slower. I got into that game just playing it all the time. People played Subspace Emissary for the uh, cutscenes. Come on. Right. Exactly. But there was no voice acting or anything. It was just like, hey, I know this character. We're together now. And then you just do the boring side-scrolling thing. Like... Well, I mean, it really didn't need to have voice acting to be good, but you know, that's true. Nice. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like yeah. I didn't get much out of the cutscenes. But yeah, this just... this was a game that I had fun playing with friends and like multiple people, but doing a lot of the the solo stuff, I I didn't like it. Also, 
Whoever decided to put the random tripping in this game, go fuck themselves. That is a terrible decision. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I don't know anybody who actually likes the random tripping. It's so, it's so stupid. I'm glad that I they got rid of that. Anybody out back who likes that and you'll brawl. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that they got rid of that going forward, too, because that's a dumb decision. It was supposed to make it so, like, you know, everybody was sort of on an even plane. So, like, oh, there's a random chance you could slip. It's like, no. What? Why? That sounds horrible. That'd be like if Street Fighter had, had it randomly happen where, like, you got a heart attack, for, like, at a random point in the fight or something. Randomly dizzy. Yeah. Imagine that. Just like, oh, yeah, like, just, you're just standing there and all the vertigo. Sudden, just like, ooh, yeah. vertigo. You see the yeah. little stars running around your head. Oh, crap. No. <laughs> Brawl was cool though because it did start. It did introduce a lot of uh, heavily requested characters. Like we got, we finally got some new Kirby characters via Meta Knight and uh, King DDD. We got the Pokemon mm-hmm. trainer with the Pokemon swapping mechanic. Uh, we it got um, some new series represented uh, via. Uh, Pikmin, which was one of the more recent series at the time. Uh, we got Olimar as the playable rep for that one. Uh, we got Diddy Kong. That was pretty cool. And I remember one of my favorite additions being uh, Wario and uh, Lucas from Mother 3. That was really cool to see since, you know, we had never gotten Mother 3 over here in the U.S. And it was cool to see that, you know, despite it's, you know, even to this day still being a Japan-only game uh, outside of the fan translation, it was cool to see that they were, you know, going to bring Lucas in as a new playable rep for the series. Uh, otherwise, though, it, it, have they gotten up to like ten Fire Emblem characters at this point, or is that later? <laughs> no, there's only two at this point. Well, I think I, another reason why I pulled technically three, game three so but Roy was cut. I think another reason. No, Roy was in there. This game so much. No, was no, 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 that's right. That's right. I, I confused him with Ike, the yeah, big yeah, fire, yeah. <laughs> fire Emblem guy. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I think another reason why this game was um, so popular was because it introduced like a lot of uh, characters from other, you know, non Nintendo company games. Mm. Oh it's yeah, when, it's when it started becoming like the Hall of Fame video game. Yeah, I remember when Snake got entered was uh, revealed as a playable mm. character. I had never played Metal Gear at that point. But seeing him getting added was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then when we got Sonic at like the beginning of October of 2007 for a reveal, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. I was gonna bring that up too. The the Smash Dojo, like that was so cool. Like that was a great check in every day and like something like that was like a yeah a daily thing that I would like maybe like check in on and just that time period was like awesome where everybody that was when um I feel like Newgrounds was pretty big too. So I was there was like a lot of animations and stuff like that that I would watch. Like oh yeah, like Brawl and like, Family probably right. Yeah, yeah, and like um like this the Smash Bro taunts. Uh, videos the Nintendo oh, yeah. like it's spelled out. <laughs> I watched those videos every like three years or so, and it just takes me back to like playing that game. Man, that that was such a like I don't know that was such a good time with that game. <laughs> yeah, my buddies and I quoted that one a lot when we were in high school. We'd quote those videos all the time. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Bra- Brawl was a fun time. But looking back on it now, it's like yeah, I think I definitely prefer like Melee and Smash Four. Oh yeah, it is far like, from the best buddies. one, but yeah. yeah, had some cool additions though, especially like in terms of playable characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so you brought up Snake in the last one. That brings <laughs> us, I, I believe, if I have my franchises correct, to our first PlayStation Three title, Metal Gear Solid Same 4. Year. Yep, Metal Gear Solid Four, Guns of the Patriots. Yep, plays old man Snake. Oh yeah. I don't know much about Metal Gear, but I know this isn't like anyone's favorite Metal Gear game. I figured it would have no. been free or something. This is where the list starts getting weird. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, I will. Yeah, I will say the next that, one. I will say that with uh, Metal Gear Solid Four, uh, it did give us a really good. Um, actually, I think the song was included in Brawl like way before its release too. Um, it was what was it called? It was just called like Metal Gear Solid Four, like Theme of Love, Battlefield, or something, something stupid like that. But that was a really cool song and. 
like seeing gameplay and some stuff that's in uh, MGS4. There's some cool ideas, but boy, it it's can definitely. So- I'll, I'll just say it's definitely a, a Kojima game. <laughs> can someone correct me? I heard this has like an hour and a half long like cutscene. Yep. Or something. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, an hour. Does. Yeah, an hour and a half. I think. Oh yep. God. And that's that <laughs> is why I hate Kojima games because. He does that shit. I, I played one of his. Yeah, I. Man, fuck that guy. I hate him. <laughs> Are you telling me you just wants me a movie director? Uh, fucking Death Stranding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played that. Um, I think it was last year, and yeah, I was like, I was all about that game, and then last two hours of the game, I was like, this is bullshit. I hate this. I don't <laughs> care anymore. All of the goodwill I had is just gone, but... Wait, we're talking, talking about for MGS4 stuff. for Death Stranding? Which one? Oh, God. <laughs> Which one were you talking about, uh, Drippy? Were you talking about MGS4 or were you talking for Death Stranding? Oh, that, yeah, Death Stranding. That, okay, alright. That, that was the other, like, Kojima game that I was like, I hate this guy. Like, that, yeah, it was just, man. But, did, you get to, yeah. did you ever find Conan O'Brien in that game? Did you... <laughs> <laughs> no. He is. He, like, I'm not kidding. Conan O'Brien is in um, Death Stranding. Yeah, so, so like Jeff Gilly is. Yeah, Jeff Gilly is. Oh, boy. oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, and there's also Guillermo del Toro. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Excuse me. All right, well, Evan, so, yeah, you said it best that... that uh, long cutscenes. <laughs> Long cutscenes. All right. right. Well, Evan brought up that this is where the list gets weird, and uh, Metacritic agrees with him, because before this, everything was like 92, 95, 99, Nintendogs uh, aside. But seven of (laughs) the next seven games, the high mark is 90. And the low marks down to like low 80s. So this this is where Metacritic starts disagreeing with Famitsu. And it does look like uh, Famitsu put a bunch in here. Like I said, it, it, there's a lot here in a couple of years. So back Angus, to the Wii. we will know if you have been reading this list, if you guess <laughs> yeah. this game correctly. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, I, I won't say my big clue about it because uh, I, it was discussed already on Discord with, between us earlier. So it is a Wii game from 2008, maybe late 2008. Yeah, I don't know how it's gonna, a Chunsoft title. I don't know how we're going to. It's a Chunsoft title. One of the mysterious uh, dungeon games? No. Oh, okay. no. Okay. Well, that was going. That was that was going to be a guess, but um. So it's not. It's not a mystery dungeon game, though, huh? I, I believe I'll send you guys this five is bucks a. If you can guess this. Um. <laughs> gosh, I'm trying to think. I know. Danganronpa wasn't around at that time. Getting warmer. I don't think... Um, mm, that is true. It doesn't involve Sheeran, does it? Sheeran the Wanderer? Not wandering around. Well, I mean, I guess most of this game was wandering around. But, but, wandering, but, 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 but there's no Sheeran. I'm scrambling to figure out which game it is. But there's no, yeah, there's no Sheeran, though, right? No, no Sheeran. You know, that's a, that's, a, that's a, one of their like kind of staple franchises, is Sheeran. We know. We know. Okay. Um, oh, fuck. Um, you weren't listening to Evan's clue. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Burian needs to come in and help us with this one. Oh, it's a, a Fester's, it's a it's a Fester's Quest remake. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Oh God. Um. I I don't. Uh, give me a hint on like what the the first letter is. <laughs> the number four. <laughs> um. We'll give you four guesses. Right, we got twenty eight minutes. Boy, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hear what the clue was, so whatever. It's fine. Well, your brain me. must have been scrambled with all our voices talking at once. All right, we're going to put the fans out of their uh, misery here and just tell you, it's 428 Shibuya Scramble. Woo! Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I have no idea it. what game that is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's a visual I, novel, I think. No. <laughs> it is a visual really? novel. One on the list, too. Yep. Oh, yeah, oh. No, I, I wouldn't have gotten that one at all. I've never heard Rory of this. Brian mentioned if he was going to be on this one, he was going to really just have to hold back. His, yeah, I think he really hates this game. 
<laughs> did this actually get a Western release? Oh, oh yeah. PS4. PS4, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. it did come later, so. Yeah, no idea. I think this is one that is he that has like... mentioned before that, like, all of his friends were playing it and talked about it, and, like, one of them bought it for him, and he's like, fuck this, I ain't playing that shit. Or he remember tried it. So like, that seems more, like, it's not even, like, visual novel. I think it's, like, actual, like, active. It is out. called a visual novel adventure video game. What's this game yeah. called again? I'm going to look it up real quick. 428. 428 Shibuya Scramble. It is technically a visual novel, but instead of, um, you know, anime. It's got a lot more video clips, it's, right? It's oh, that. yeah, no, I have no idea what game this is. Mm-mm. Well, maybe we should move on to one that you like a whole lot more. <laughs> Almost <laughs> I, not really. I, I have no, like, I have no idea what game that is. I'm, so it's a visual novel type of game? Because looking at the... There's really not much for gameplay images I found. I believe it's a visual novel, but instead of static images, aren't there, like, uh, video clips? Yeah. Because yeah. oh, you can like... see, like, text overlaid over an image mm-hmm. if you look at it. But I think it's both. So is it like a full motion video kind of game? Like, a, you know, if they had on, like, the Sega CD or something? I think so, You're yeah. asking the wrong crew. <laughs> I All right, let's just move on to the next though, one. Because apparently it's actually supposed to be good. Like, I looked at reviews and people say it's actually good. I've heard no one talk about it, but apparently yeah. it's I've, I've never heard this brought up before. <laughs> I guess I missed the part where Brewerians talked about that one before, but I, I was trying to keep, like like we've said, I've been trying to keep mm-hmm. blind on this list, so you know, not one wow. to spoil anything. So the next game on the list is one we all love. It's very dear to our hearts. It's very dear to the series that brought us all here. The Nintendo DS release. Dragon Quest Nine. It is Dragon Quest Nine. Yep. Woo. Yeah. Yang is his favorite Dragon Quest in the whole wide world. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight couldn't do it, but nine. Nine broke the 40 barrier. Good job, <laughs> Dragon Quest Nine. That's the first game I beat in the series, actually, was, was nine. That's hilarious. Right? Yeah, it's kind of that again. I'm surprised about that, actually. Like, uh, that's like three, where, you know, you're you're making your team and stuff like that. Get your classes. Yeah, that was way before Famitsu, though, so. I mean, it's the only one that I don't Games know. weren't good until they were in 3D. Right? Exactly. But, yeah, no, that surprises me, though, that it was, uh. Nine that was the first one that did it, but Japan is more of a handheld mobile um, kind of or country at that point when it comes to gaming. So I guess that does make sense. It would be because that game was super popular too, from what I've heard. Oh yeah. There. Oh I mean, my god. What, what is it? The canvassing and everything led to the whole Street Pass yeah. on the yeah. 3DS. So like this, this created features that Nintendo was like, holy shit, we got to do that. Very yep. innovative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least here in the U.S., they did it too. Or if you went to like Best Buy or certain places that even you know, since it's a little harder since like. You know, the U.S. is so spread out that you could at least do street pass with people that way. Like if you went to Best Buy or like Barnes and Noble, like at the hot spots that they had set up, you know. Yeah, they had promotions uh, like they had Best Buy promotions and each one had like a different map that you could get from them. GameStop had one. There's like a series of malls. I forget the name of the company that owned them that did it, too. So I think there's like three different uh, companies that were they were doing it through. It was interesting. And they were giving away like you could get like some places had stickers, some places had shirts and posters and stuff. It was great. So I really liked the promotional push that they did for this. And Seth Green in the commercials. Oh, yeah. Of course, man. <laughs> that I do remember. Actually, you know, it's funny because with this game, this was kind of what clued me in that uh, Dragon Warrior that I had known as a kid had gone on to become Dragon Quest. Because I'm like, man, a lot of these monsters and stuff look the same. Yeah. But yeah, Please. there we go. Yeah. Yeah, I went. I All ended right. up going to. This is when I started going to anime conventions. So I was able to canvas like a lot of people and nine that way. So that was fun. I think we played some multiplayer as well that way. Yeah, this game brought me to the den. I remember like always looking up, you know, alchemy stuff, quest stuff. And it would always take me to Dragon's Den, and then I found the 
forums and I want to ask questions and uh, participate in like the uh, contests or quests, whatever. So I so if it weren't for Dragon Quest Nine, I wouldn't have joined the den. Yeah, and this is basically and this is basically the reason that Dragon Questers on Facebook exists because Roto is uh, got into Dragon Quest through Nine, and he ended up uh, creating the Facebook group just so he could you know talk to other people that were into it at the time. Wow, so we've reached the, we we we've reached the point in history where Facebook existed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had a friend in high school who was real into this one, and we tried doing multiplayer, but it didn't do anything for me. So. Whatever. Wow. The first thing we, I we'll did just, was... I'm just going to mute that part out for uh, Liam. Sorry, you Liam. Know, it's it's so funny because like our, <laughs> our friend Austin Navarre, who's always, who's on every now and then, like he's he keeps trying to guess like why I don't like nine, and he's like, oh, you must not have tried the multiplayer. It's like, no, I've tried the multiplayer a few times. It didn't do anything for me. <laughs> I just I'm just not a fan of the game. It's it's just as simple as that. I just hey, don't really care. It for is it. what it is, man. That's fine. The first thing I did when my parents got a uh, Wi-Fi for our house was go and download all the wi-fi quests nice the oh first yeah thing i did nice i think this is one of the first games i actually used wi-fi for if i remember right uh yeah like i think pokemon had it beat a little bit but for dragon quest yeah, yeah the wi-fi connection thing yeah trading that oh, was, I was the second i did yeah, yeah, I was not saying it was the first one that did it. I was just the first time I, I ended up using that kind of feature. It did the street pass kind of thing too, right? I, I cut out for a second, so I'm not yeah. sure if you guys already discussed that. But yep. yeah, yep. it was uh, yeah, the street pass function. Yep. Fun stuff. All right, let's move on down the list. Uh, sticking with 2009. Uh, back to the Wii, the only Capcom game on the entire list. The only one. Uh, is it a fighting game? I do not believe so, no. I would. I wouldn't call it, it that. Uh, is it is it Zack and Wiki? No. Nope. Um is it <laughs> fighting game to an adventure game? <laughs> well, he said no, so <laughs> Right. Yeah, sorry. But you, might, you need to be hunting for the right idea here. Oh, it's Monster Hunter Try. <laughs> yep. I should have fucking known. Japan loves their Monster Hunter. But only oh, only this one, apparently. I don't even think there's a Monster Hunter down to the thirty nine. <gasps> Boy, that no, really later. surprised oh, me. There is. If like it, Monster if, Hunter World did get a 39 but other than uh monster hunter portable got one 39 as well but this is the only perfect monster hunter boy that's the Wii version the one that you're the Wii, the Wii version yes <laughs> boy that surprised me i really figured that monster hunter 4 would be on this list too for sure because that game was huge when that one came out over there but yeah monster hunter try i I love this one. This is actually the first Monster Hunter game I played, and it was on a recommendation from a buddy of mine in high school. Uh, he had played uh, the original on the PS2 and really enjoyed that, and he was really excited for uh, this new game that was coming out, and he was telling me about it. We ended up both going to get the uh, demo disc that GameStop had. Uh, we playing that, and even though I wasn't very good at it, it was still kind of fun just kind of messing with the game and figuring things out. Uh, we both got the uh, the special bundle that came with its own Pro Controller and stuff, too, for the system, and it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun memories with, uh, or excuse me, fond memories with uh, Monster Hunter Try. And uh, this is the game that got me into the series and um, really just kind of, you know, then solidified why I enjoyed stuff like uh, the Dark Souls games and other FromSoft titles uh, later on. But yeah, I don't want to keep repeating myself. So yeah, Monster Hunter, good. All right. So the next game in the list, we, we've been down in the 80s with uh, the Metacritic scores, but this is the, this is the little peak here of our seven games in a row that were, eh, okay. Um, but we've got one, the third title, I believe, just released, or is releasing right around this time now, and there's been some controversy over it. We'll give you 4,000 guesses. 
No, it was 25. <laughs> so it's a 2009 Xbox 360 game from Platinum Games. Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Worth noting the PS3 version did not get a perfect score. No, yeah, it, it very like a lot of these games it'll mention multiple systems, but this one definitely calls out the uh this one. The PS3 received a 38 out of 40. What? I heard the PS are not I heard there's the there's the shots in that one or something? Uh, yeah, I think the PS3 version was uh not, didn't run very well, but PS3 architecture was super weird too. Oh, that cell processor, man. That that screwed that system for Yeah. Up in, it's still screwing it. You can't play I was going to say those <laughs> games haven't really been ported yeah. upwards. You can't you can't play like PS3 yeah, games that that on, anywhere. Yeah, about the only company that can seem to actually handle porting PS3 games is Blue Point Studios cuz yeah. they may, They've managed to get like the the Nathan Drake trilogy uh, on a PS4 working just fine, and a few others, or just do like complete remakes. But yeah, no P- PS3. Sony kind of shot themselves in the foot real hard with that one. Yeah, and it's it. Uh, I think it probably arguably has like the weakest library of all the PlayStation systems, not counting five, since it's that's too early. But hey, don't you know what? Don't tell Famitsu that because we've got two, four, six other PS3 games coming up on oh, this right. list. <laughs> yeah, Bose has Nino Kuni, so you know that's it's the best <laughs> one already. So that's all I got to say about that. I, you know what, Drippy? I, I think I told this story before. I almost bought a used PS3 just for that game. Yep, and I'm really worth glad it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm kind of glad too well, because I, I'm glad well I waited there. for the PS4 version. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So All right. So no, nothing much else to say about Bayonetta. Decent game. Uh, I will say I thought it was really funny when those Helena Taylor videos came out because no one remembers like the last video she posted in that first thread of videos where she quotes Jesus as the greatest moral teacher who ever lived. But when you play but when you play Bayonetta, um, one of the very first scenes where you see her is where she impersonates a nun so she can kill angels. Yes. And she says, do you naughty little angels deserve a good spanking? <laughs> I don't think that's in the Bible. Yeah. Oh, Isn't it say of all of us, at, like, uh, Eel's got the most experience with Bayonetta, I think. I'm not even like particularly good at them too. I just really like they're they're like really good games for they're good for people who are experienced or new to that kind of DMC Devil May Cry kind of game. Like if you mm-hmm. want, you can just jump right in and hit a bunch of buttons, and really all you have to do is pay attention to your dodge, and you should be fine for the most part. You want to do something that looks cool, just keep pressing buttons for the most part. <laughs> yeah, I remember right. picking this bundle. Or sorry, let me just I'll just say it real quick. I remember picking up um, Bayonetta 2 and it came with Bayonetta 1 for the Wii U because it was cool to see that it was coming out. But I, I, I just really didn't get that into them. I liked the style of them and I liked how, you know, just crazy over the top cutscenes were. But that's something I've enjoyed with any Platinum game that I've played, that they just kind of go balls to the wall crazy. Oh, yeah, the bosses do. were ridiculous. And it had yeah. some pretty good music, actually, too. Oh, yeah, no, music. People forget the music. Too. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, just there's never been ones that I've really gotten into. Like, I think they're just more like if I went back and just played them on an easier difficulty, I'd probably enjoy them a little bit more. But then at the same time, it's like, hey, maybe I should play it on normal at least. But whatever. I do think um, the second game was a little easier. Maybe it was because I played one and two back to back and I was really bad at one. But I actually I only think I died twice mm-hmm. in two. But I do think two is like a little easier. And I'm going to be honest, the Bayo games are not beloved for their plot. You can literally <laughs> just pick up 
any of the three games and just play them. And you can like, I don't know, look at your phone during the plot. Maybe something cool happens. You look at that. But for the most part, no one really plays uh, plays it for the plot. Oh, yeah. It's all about that gameplay. Yeah, yeah that was definitely fun. And it was cool that um, uh, Bayonetta was the last character for Smash 4. I know some people were upset about that, but I thought that was a cool reveal because it was like, oh, that's so cool. But anyway, play. What's our next game? Moving on, we're going back to the Wii, the only Mario game on the entire list. Um, is this tw- is this 2009? So we're still in 2009. Um, it couldn't be Mario Kart Wii because Mario Kart Wii was like 2008. No. Um, was it? Is it? It's not Super Mario Galaxy 2, is it? It is not. No. It's a um, little bit flatter than that. Is it Super Paper Mario? No. God, no. <laughs> well, you said flat, so. Yeah. Oh, no. I see why you said that now. Yeah. Why don't you take a new guess? A new guest. Oh, oh, it'll be oh, super. It's super Mario Brothers Wii. Yes. Is this the one that got ported to Switch, or is that no, the? That was New Super Mario Brothers U. God damn! I this naming <laughs> convention. They, their naming conventions are yeah. Yeah, no, oh, it's bad. But this is a fun game. I remember enjoying this one a lot, both solo and with uh, other people. Yeah, because really you can like have everybody the, on the screen at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really all of the new Super Mario Brothers games are good, except for uh, the one on the 3DS. That one's pretty bland, but had had some interesting ideas, but just really not very good like level execution or anything. But um, This is the first one you could get really big or really small? Uh, no, that was, the uh, that was the DS. Oh, that was the DS one. The okay. That one was my favorite yeah, yeah. of the uh, new yeah, Super Mario. I played, yeah, the, played too. the shit out of that game. Yeah, I really like the 3DS that. one too. Yeah, Wii was that was fun. The, I definitely wasn't a fan of that. You can only play as Mario if you were single player. Uh, but I was glad, like with um, the Wii U entry, that they changed it so you could pick whichever one of the characters you wanted to. Oh, but nice. um, yeah, the Wii one that was fun. I remember getting, having plenty of good times out of this one, and it was cool to see before they were overused to shit nowadays. Uh, that the Koopalings were brought back with their new designs and um, were part of the Mario series again as adversaries. Because, I mean, last time that they had appeared in a non-spin-off like spin-off type game was Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo, and that was 1991. So, was that like 10, year, or, yeah, 10 years later? No, 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 sorry, not 10 years later. Uh, almost 20 years later. But yeah, the the multi the crazy multiplayer in this series is one of the you know definitely the highlight, especially when you get four people all going at once at the screen. It's just madness. Mm-hmm. It's great. That's probably what's so great about this series is just doing that. There are probably legit friendships that never recovered from uh, multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrible <laughs> to me. I man, couldn't I you get like no, totally fun. dragged along? Oh, no, was, like yeah, yeah, you'd be dumped yeah, no, by. Great. It's somebody fun. went too far, too fast. Yeah, it's well, not like anybody. Because there were recovery bubbles that you could use to like keep exactly, up, oh, or okay, you okay. could uh, pick up other players. Yeah, it's, they had all sorts of conventions that that made it so that you could navigate the chaos and and you didn't get screwed over all the time. Yeah. And it was it was fun. It was so yeah. much fun playing this multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I, I still got totally to agree. Around. I need to get my kids to play with this on the Wii with me. Yeah, my favorite uh, power it up in a decade. One of my favorite power-ups comes from this game, too, and that's the uh, propeller mushroom. You know, it's the new flying suit for the game, but I think it's a lot of fun using that. There are better ones, like, can, for convenience sake, like the raccoon or the cape, but I thought the propeller, the propeller mushroom was great for, like, the vertical stages. Like, there's mm-hmm. one I remember from uh, World 3 in the Ice Mountains where there's a set of lift blocks that'll take you slowly upwards. Well, if you use the propeller shroom, you know, just where to, like, to jump off and stuff, you can beat the stage in, like, half the time and then some and get some, like, coins for extra lives and all that good stuff. It's a lot of fun. All right. Well, let's move on to our only PSP title on the list, 2010, Uh-oh. and we're back with Kojima. Uh, Metal Gear Peace Walker? That's it. Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. (laughs) 
I don't know anyone who likes this game either. <laughs> this is the dead side. I love the PSP. We have reached the halfway point. I've never played it. I don't even know think, this one. I've never even heard of this one. I think uh, this apparently was like, it was like super important. Like I think stuff that happens in this is really important for the fifth game. Huh. Yeah, it's so. after three and before uh, was it Ground Zeroes? Yeah, yeah I think one. it's a, like supposed to be a precursor really to Metal Gear Solid One, mm-hmm. but. I think if I remember right, this was the one where they had like some just silly bonus missions where you actually you got to play a snake like fighting against monsters from the Monster Hunter series. And like it's just so ridiculous, like you're just using your guns and bazookas and stuff on them and the monsters keep charging at you. And you got the people through there on the radio like, what the hell is that thing? I've never seen a creature like that in my life. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think it was this one or it might have been the other PSP game for the Metal Gear Solid. I can't remember what that one's called, though. Yeah, this is the only one I know of on the PSP. I I think there's Portable Ops is the other one. Oh, okay. I know VR Missions is a thing, but I don't know what that was from. I I don't think that was this one, but I do know which one you're talking about. Are you thinking of the multiple uh, ports of 2 and 3 they did? No, no, there was a VR one. I can't remember what system that was on. Was that also PS3, or is that one of the precursor things to 5 on the PS4? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. (laughs) All right. Let's get to a a freaky game here. Um, It's the 2010 (laughs) Nintendo DS release. Someone just got my uh, clue. Um, (laughs) 2010 Nintendo DS release. It's the only one in this series on our list tonight. That's pretty crazy, thinking about it. Yeah? Not as crazy as you think. That's true, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes things are more in shades of gray, not always black and white. Uh, well, yeah, I was going to say Pokemon before you made that suggestion. But... <laughs> yeah, because it's from a freaky game from Game Freak. So Pokemon Black and White. Actually, it was when uh, you said yeah. it was the only one that's shown up on here for, for, for this series. <laughs> that made me think, oh, it's probably Pokemon. <laughs> and, and you know what? Looking down, there's only like one other Pokemon, even on the 39. So uh, not not the uh, Famitsu favorite series here. But uh, Pokemon Black and White. This got me so back I- into the series. For sure. Yes. I was work, working at GameStop and I got a used DS and well, I started, I guess, kind of started with, you know, Diamond and Pearl, but black and white, I, I think I got white was the one that got me, you know, I bought it new and, and stuff and I've been playing them at release ever since. This is the, I, I kid you not, this is the one generation I completely missed. I didn't play a <laughs> single game from gen 5 at all um which Boy, is, that is shocking since you're like the pokemon guy but the the crazy thing is there actually weren't very many pokemon games at that time i think people liked conquest like pokemon conquest that was from gen 5 and yep. there was like a there was like an unpopular mystery dungeon game but that was it this is when they stopped like spamming out all those spin-off games and so there was this like the, really this... how many ranger games were on the ds <laughs> black and white <laughs> yeah, is this like wild, weird man game where like i think it's considered by most people to be the best pokemon story mm-hmm. but like that's what i always hear it was it mm-hmm. was this is actually when pokemon was at its lowest point i believe it has the worst sales of any core game not like one of the remakes oh, wow. or like third games um the anime wasn't popular there weren't any good spin-offs really um so it was and it was at the tail end of a console generation so i or um handheld generation so this was kind of like a low point for pokemon but it's considered like one of the best pokemon games i will say it came out right at the end of the rangers rangers were 2006 2008 2010 and this was 2010 as well so i remember it being advertised and i remember how they pointed out like like well at least for the first one of them for black and white that it was going to feature an entirely new roster of pokemon and only those until like the post game or something 
which mm-hmm. I even back then I was like, well, that's kind of a bold move. And like seeing like looking at the list then, because even though I'm really not big into Pokemon, like I still have followed the series just to see like the monsters and what they're kind of doing with it as the years have gone on. Um, I did like a lot of the creatures I saw, but there were quite a few where I'm like, okay, this should have been like an evolution or something for uh, another Pokemon, especially the one that's basically giant love disc. <laughs> like the big pink oh, fish thing. Oh, yeah. That... You mean love disc? Yeah. Oh, that... <laughs> no, I know the one the name you're talking it? about. No, no, lo- uh. no. Love disc is the name of the one from three. I'm talking the one that's in five that looks like a big version of it, but they're like totally separate monsters. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know didn't know like the designs in, in this gen for me um definitely four four and five are probably my least favorite of the gens i remember the pokemon that everybody got the most upset about was the one that looked like trash like an actual pile of trash and the (laughs) one that uh was an ice cream cone and it's like you fucking hypocrites like stuff like voltorb and shit and those just looks like a pokemon Pokemon. (laughs) like what the hell if you guys, if you guys have seen any of the uh, spoilers or uh, leaks floating around for the newest game, I think people will start to look a little bit more fondly on the designs in this one compared to uh, yeah, what they're I've seen. a little crazy. <laughs> I like the one yeah, thousand monsters that has, like, in. It's kind of hard to uh, <laughs> can't always say really good, but well, you know, those editors at Famitsu, they love this shit. I didn't like the way the game looks. I know everyone else does, but I didn't like I the know. way... Yeah, I hated the... Move. I kind of got, like, sick looking at the way the Pokemon moved when you're in battle. Oh, I think yeah, that's that cool that they do that. That was awful. I, mean, it looks I thought the cool fact that they'd been stationary for so long was pretty lame, so it was cool to see they actually were giving them, like, animations, even just for, like, stationary animations. Yeah. The animation I mean, was super cool, effective. But, like, it's impressive technically, but I really don't like the way they, they just move constantly. It's very bizarre, and it's the same motion. On and off, on and off, just keeps going. It feels really weird. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on down to the next year up, 2011. Another banner year for uh, Famitsu, giving out the 40s left and right. Um, <laughs> How many we forgot for this year? <laughs> so 20, uh, we had two in 2010, but now we're up to three in 2011 again. Oh, okay. We'll start with the Wii, uh, a series that has been brought up a couple times before. Zelda Skyward Sword. Yeah, Skyward ah. Sword. Seriously, this one got a forty from Famitsu. I remember people liking this game at launch. I remember yeah, everyone too. talking about how great. No, this I like this game too. I'm just surprised that Japan liked it that much as well, or at least these guys did. Yeah, another, uh, another. This gets us back on track with decent, well, at least for a little bit, uh, decent Metacritic scores here. But Skyward Sword, I, you know, with their, because this is the one that what just got the uh, Switch port last year. Yeah, it was year last before. year for the thirtieth anniversary. Just yeah, hearing hearing people talk shit about the controls on the Wii. That's that is like the number one thing I remember hearing about this. Like, oh, I hope they fix those damn motion controls. Was this the one where everyone was freaking out that like Link was like riding riding the horse in the preview trailer or something? No, that was Twilight Princess. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. But yeah, Twilight Princess was uh, that one, Pendy. This was the one where they kind of went back to sort of the sort of cell shaded look, but also sort of a more kind of realistic. I I would say these the character design is more human like realistic but a little like stylized cartoony without getting mm-hmm. like say like the Wind Waker kind of proportions for characters. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I played I played Skyward Sword when it came out. I remember getting it for Christmas that year and I enjoyed it. And um, actually, it was a few years uh, after it came out that I went back and finished it just because I was like, oh, I should go back and you know finish that game. I like I like Skyward Sword. I never had troubles with the controls. I know some people did, and some people you know are like, oh, I can't stand how this plays and blah blah. But I. I thought it was fine. It has a lot of backtracking that I'm not a huge fan of, but uh, which is why I prefer stuff like Orcarina of Time, Majora's Masks, and uh, 
like Wind Waker, but I mean, I thought Skyward Sword was, was fine. It had some really good music and some really cool uh, story beats to it. I liked, but yeah. Anyone else play this one? Nope, not yet. Like I thought about getting the Switch version, but yeah, I, I kind of saw everybody's complaints about the controls and stuff, and it's kind of contentious. I don't really think I need to spend some time with this. If you know, there's a lot of other games out there, and, and you, you know, I, play I, all of them. Exactly, exactly. The next game, s- unless you spend a lot of time on. <laughs> I will say from oh, a gameplay yeah. point, real quick too, with Skyward Sword, that it's definitely one of the weaker ones. I thought. I mean, it's a cool concept that you know link kind of matches your movements but it, it i think it needed a little more time in the oven you know i again i didn't have that much trouble with it but from how many people i've heard say they had trouble with it and like even with how it was converted to the the switch version of the game um i don't know i i just don't think gameplay wise it's the best zelda game that you could play but it definitely has some cool stuff to it but that's just my two cents Famitsu sure thought so. All right, so so far every single thing on this list has been a Japanese developed game. Uh, we have finally reached the part of the list where some foreign games get in here. This is the very first non-Japanese game to receive a perfect score. It's a Bethesda game from 2011 on Xbox Skyrim. 360. Yep, I was gonna say it. it's on everything <laughs> these days. Skyrim, one of my favorite one. games ever. <laughs> I had plenty of friends in high school who were real big into this one, but I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't play it. I didn't care. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, I got this in Modern Warfare Three. Modern War, yeah, I think Modern Warfare Three within a few days of each other. And I thought for sure I'm gonna play Modern Warfare Three the most. And I have bought Skyrim six times. <laughs> I oh bought my it gosh. On, <laughs> shit. Yep, I bought it on PS3, 360, uh, PC. And then PS4, Switch, and most recently the PS5. And uh, so I can put 100 hours into this game, no problem. I can always make a new character. Um, I just love this game so goddamn much. <laughs> this is the so one where... So about it? Tell us. This... What are the oh. best parts? I, I don't know. I just love... I just. I mean, I, I wrote the notes for it. What, yeah, what did I even say? It's just a game that I can just always go back to. Um, the good world? I can just... Play it, play it anytime. You know the exploration and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it, it's just, it's just, it, it just, it's a forty for me, definitely. All right, Penny, what were you gonna say? Sorry, I was gonna say, is it, is this a game where, uh, hey, you're finally awake? That uh, opening video. Yep, that's it. Okay. Where you get the arrow to the knee? Oh, is it? it this is the one with the arrow to the <laughs> knee as well. Yeah, oh, this man. is where the the knight the, or the one guy tells you, "I used to be an explorer like you, but then yep. I took an arrow to the knee." So I never really got into this game, but definitely some absolutely hilarious videos that came out of it. The arrow to the knee thing got really old really fast, but the opening one, like you're finally awake, people got really creative with that one over the years, and <laughs> it's been fun to watch those. So. Trippy, did you have some note? I know you typed out some notes. You got some uh, more to say about this? Yeah, I, I, it's just so hard to put into words, really. I don't know. It's just the world, not even the characters, but just going in, in a direction, um, you know, and just exploring. The dungeons do get kind of samey. The quests, definitely, they're static. You know, it's go here, grab that. Um but it's just like kind of like junk food to me, where I can just, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can just put it in. <laughs> I can put bag it in. Chips maybe maybe just open it up and just put the whole damn thing. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it's hard to argue with the fact that it's been ported to everything and continues to, uh, and hell, what has it been now? 11 years and we don't have Elder Scrolls 6, do we now? No. That's, they keep talking that it's in development, but that, that, who knows when that's going to come out. 
But they got yeah, an arrow to the knee. <laughs> They're working on that Starfield years. game right they, now. They just they need to have horse armor DLC come back is the best DLC. <laughs> Bethesda, please. Oh well, taking a talk about taking one to the knee. We now have our as yes. as to this point lowest rated Metacritic game, oh. um, and a game that I don't know if exactly this one gets panned as much as the entirety of its uh, brethren does. But we've got a game here. It's a part two from Square Enix 2011 release. Uh, Final Fantasy 13 2. Final Fantasy 13 2. Oh, this one blew my mind. How great. Like, all, pe- all people do is way. complain about this franchise specifically, too. I don't know why it's on this list. Yep. And the first one got a 39. So they, they they've been with it all the time. The third one's not in here. The top. Oh, Final but, Fantasy uh, 13. The hallway. Yeah. Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> Yeah. Lightning. Well, to be fair, Final Fantasy X was about the same way. Wait a minute, so Lightning wasn't in trend. the second one, right? True. Wasn't that part of the... Oh, yeah, no, part? she returns in the third game. Lightning returns. Yep, yeah. yep. So, so Lightning her was not in the trying two. to find her in the That's second That's why one. it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that one extra point. <laughs> uh, you took Lightning out, now it's great. You're good. <laughs> yeah, perfect. You put Lightning in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and hit it. I heard, I heard people... Like and once they released her, one, they but... didn't even get a 39. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard people like the gameplay for this one, but a lot of the other stuff, not so much. It's weird. Square Enix keeps trying to do like these sequel games to some of their Final Fantasy titles, and they just never they work. Big plans, like, they man. need to they just do plans. like their own thing. Just don't don't make a sequel to it, guys. You, you don't. One need day to. I'm gonna play Den Ten too. I need to change dresses. You want to do the dress fear? Be a dress master. You gotta do the dress fear. Yes, be the dress master. Platy wants to feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. He's so pretty and witty and girl. <laughs> He'll be loved oh. by a pretty wonderful boy soon enough. Dual wield those pistols as a mage. Hey, why not, man? I could be like ma'am. He'll feel stunning she's got, she's and got entrancing. A... It's alarming how charming he feels. <laughs> All right, I'll, she, I'll she had the mage pull, pistol, pull right? Oh, yeah, at least it's at least those are like a magic gun that magic gun, yeah. That spells that came out. Yeah, imagine that. You could be firing off a sizzle and kafrizzle and exactly. kathwack and clang all at the same time. Dragon quest now with guns. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, I think we've uh, said all of our experiences with Final <laughs> Fantasy 13. Too. Yep. It's a real fan um, favorite between us. Let me tell you. Completely. Completely. The, the next one's more of an uh, a game that I think we'll, we'll have a little more experience with. It's an uprising experience. Um, definitely. We're talking Kid about Icarus a 3DS uprising. game. Yep. <laughs> Kid Icarus Uprising. Plenty, please, you guys stop making the joke, the segue so obvious. <laughs> I want to try and guess what they are. <laughs> Well, uh, we're still in the uh, the thick of their like fifteen games in six years here. Oh, true. We still um, have quite a few more, don't we? Yeah, we go. We're, we're down in the final ten here. I think Icarus is uh, number nineteen, actually. So we're, we're reaching the end of our list. Oh, okay, all right. But uh, this one, have much this one, the later games. To be honest. No, this is another one of the uh, probably lower three or four rated games on this list in terms of Metacritic. But anybody play this one? I have several times actually. I enjoy it a lot, but the control scheme is takes a lot of time to get used to. It's yeah, really, it it's really not that good, to be quite honest. But like it the writing, destroys your hands. Yeah, no, it's bad. and it's not really, it's not fun either when you're left-handed either. I, I can tell you that. It's nice oh. that they. I, I'll tell you though, it is nice that they have a left-handed option because not a lot of games on the DS or the 3DS offered left-handed um, option for control schemes. So that I, as coming from a lefty, that's much appreciated. So thank you for that one, Sakurai. But. <laughs> But I um, bet they had a bunch of left-handed editors doing this one. Maybe. But, like, yeah, what no. the hell? Ten out of ten. It's perfect. It's wonderful. This is a me game. <laughs> it's a, it's a me Mario game. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I, I thought the game was fun. I, I liked how the writing was, you know, didn't take itself very seriously in the uh, Western release, at least. And uh, I thought a lot of the voice actors did a really good job too. Like the kid that played uh, uh, Pit in Dark Pit, he did a really good job. And he's gone on to do uh, roles in a lot of other games and uh, TV shows and stuff as well. So you know, good for him. But yeah, it's it's a fun time. But I definitely recommend playing it on an easier on the easier difficulty settings, just because the controls are they're not very good. They're not terrible, but they definitely do take a little bit of time to get used to. Anybody else play this one? I just remember there's a lot of hype coming into it, but then I don't remember what people thought afterwards. But now I, now I kind of remember that about the controls being a little difficult. People talking about that word on the street. Word on the street. That's what it, we're here to report on. I almost wish that. Um, that whether it was Sakurai or someone else at Nintendo, that they would kind of do what they did with this, where they'd bring back an older series and uh, try something new with it, you know, like uh, ice climbers. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, that one could probably use uh, it, but not, you know, even if they just made it like a simple, like oh, you know, here's a you know, just kind of revamp of the original, or, like they just try something a little new. First person shooter, ice climbers. <laughs> Love it, but yeah. Let's go. Yeah. But no, I Skyrim up the ice, ice man. Bam, bam, bam. You're Skyrim slipping around the whole time. In VR. shooting as they're trying to climb up. <laughs> Let's just bring in Yoshi. Catherine. They make a Catherine ice climbers. There we go. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Yeah, we'll have Popo going through an existential crisis on whether he wants to stick <laughs> I like with Nana through there or is. go with this hot, hot young new uh, gal named Nana. <laughs> All right, what's the next game? All right, so moving on, we are still in the, the year 2012. We're still on the PlayStation 3, uh, or should I say we're back to it after taking a little uprising break. Um, it is the only Japanese Mafia game on our list. Oh, it's got to be a Yakuza game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's the only Yakuza, only yeah, Yakuza bit, game. Nice. Bit, bit. Um, uh, this one got a 40. The next one got a 39. But other than that, they are not on nowhere else. Oh, you know what? It's probably that Yakuza zombie game, isn't it? That one's a little favorite. Not. Nope, not at all. <laughs> yeah, no, that's there were a lot of sarcasm. PS3 Yakuza games, actually. Um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, let me just give you know. this one. I mean, it's is a it Yakuza, Yakuza, it's Yakuza 5. Oh, Five. Okay. <laughs> Fifth time's a charm. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right, though. There are a bunch of them because I've seen on the PSN, like the uh, HD collection or something like advertised on three, sale a lot. Four, and it's like three, five, four, and five, I think. Zero Japanese only and that Dead Souls game. Yeah. Yeah. Like that HD collection's on sale a lot. And um, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I, yeah, I, I've never, I've only played Like a Dragon. It's fun, but I've never really been like, oh, I want to go check out the rest of the series. But I do know about what kind of goes on in the other games and stuff. But why five in particular, does it say? Nope. Had, it had the best batting cage of all the Yakuza. <laughs> you can play as Haruka in it, the girl. <laughs> the little girl. <laughs> yeah, she's a idol or something, I heard. You can shake fans hands oh does this one have more singing things in it i've been on the yakuza 5 and 6 podcast and i think this is the one that best mini games or something i don't know it had the best hostesses the least amount of uh yakuza wearing diapers (laughs) god that was a that was hilarious that whole scene that's so strange in yakuza and you can use that as as a special move it was great interesting that they are rebranding the uh series in the west it is now all like a dragon. Yeah. Yep. They're all like a dragon now. Yep. All Which like apparently Ichiban was like just such an inspiration to the rest of them. Well, apparently it that was the name in Yeah. No, Yakuza. That, that's always been the name. As. 
Yep, yeah. it's always been. Well, yeah, because it's the dragon of Dojima. Oh. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's just funny. It's just like, I just like to pretend it's like, oh my god, Ichiban has such an influence on the rest of the series. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that passion, man. Yep. I, I believe does. it. Use his imagination. Yep, that's what Dragon It'll Quest does you to your kids. It gives you a passion unlike any other. Yes. All right, and that, yeah, another uh, one lower on the... Speaking of, I, I mentioned a dip in the ratings earlier. So Final Fantasy uh, 13-2 was into the 70s. Icarus Uprising <laughs> and Yakuza was low 80s. And the next one is a really bizarre inclusion on this list. It is the lowest rating by far on this list, like at least eight points lower on Metacritic than the next lowest. Uh, it is, let's see, what, what can I give you a hint here? It is a PlayStation 3 CyberConnect game published by Bandai Namco. Um in 2013 is, was it one of the godzilla games no you could stand to make another guess or two um what what, what is it a jojo it yep. is a jojo oh really oh. Really, really which one is it bizarre adventure all-star battle oh i remember hearing about that one yeah i'd never played any of these games so i got no opinion you know, you're the you're the you and pendy are the anime manga guys tell us about it uh i have played i have read up to i'm like halfway through part five i have never played any of the uh, the, the jojo games and i haven't even, i've never even gotten into the jojo anime so i got i got nothing but yeah all right well you're nothing it, that, that is you know what like i said that, so it was the like a lowest fighting... rated one by far. It's like one of those Naruto arena battler games, isn't it? Oh, like... okay. So just yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like I think it's an arena like battle type of fighting game. It is an all star battle, so it must have a lot of different properties in it. I mean, I, I hope that they included Smash Mouth in there. <laughs> Smash Mouth. Yeah, because all star. <laughs> The, the lead singer bursts out of the I was going to say the friend. band? <laughs> yeah, yes, the band. Well, stand, yeah. stands are named after musicians, so there could probably be one Smash Mouth. Oh, yeah. See, the, the lead singer of Smash Mouth, he enters the stage by bursting the door open, like at the beginning of Shrek 1, where it's like, somebody. <laughs> I'm sure you've all seen that meme, or some of you have. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, so uh, moving to the next 2013 game, a PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 dual release. Um, Rock star finally gets on the list here uh grand theft auto 5 it four. is grand theft auto 5 ah. yeah four was um five four yeah five. four was like five seven or 2008 only nice. the second non-japanese game to get a perfect score here one, remember this one theft being th pretty popular with people it, it will never die uh, no it won't people it's, it's still pretty much online. like skyrim it's like on everything like, yeah <laughs> yeah and is there grand like, theft auto 6 yet no no they're working on uh, it got making it got leaked or something <laughs> yeah okay. and there's uh nine and years like, later oh playable female character or some people are like finally a character for me oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. i've seen that so Apparently also didn't, didn't this when they first released it when it leaked or something it was like a yeah build or something. yeah that probably delayed it another year <laughs> or five <laughs> Or ten, or ten. I mean, we're going on ten. Next year will be ten years, so it, it's yeah. been a while. They got to work on that uh, horse ball physics or whatever. They <laughs> God, that was so weird that they were advertising that so hard with uh, Red Dead too. I mean, you oh, notice it, boy. but it's like, why? Why did we need? Why'd you need that in there? <laughs> Just to point it out. Apparently. Oh, uh, so uh, all right, what's the next one? Not. <laughs> we've only got uh, five games left here, and. Look at this. We're in 2013. 2013, you've got 22 games up to this point. So in the next nine years, they've only given five perfect scores. So they they slowed their roll here. You know, between tw 2008 to 2013, they gave a ton of games. I think about 16, and there's only been uh, 16 in, what is that, a six-year period? 
and then then they slow down a little. But the next one is another game five, another Kojima game. Metal Gear Solid Five. Metal Gear Solid Five. Which one? Really? Uh, the Phantom Pain. God, this is like. Jeez, an, I'm really surprised there's three of these games on here. This is like another one that people didn't like. I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, this is this I'm game doesn't have stuff. an ending, right? I heard that. I heard that was correct, right? There's a there's a act three that never happened or something. I just remember that there's the girl that can somehow breathe through her skin. That's why she doesn't wear clothes. Quiet. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Fucking Kojima, man. <laughs> <laughs> all over this list. All over this list. How many is it now? That's, that's this, three. That's Metal three of them, yeah. Yep. Four. Favorite son of Japan. Peace Walker you, and uh, five. If you criticized him over Quiet's uh, clothes, he told you you would, when you found out, you would be ashamed of your words and deeds. <laughs> Jeez. Mm. Well, I'm not ashamed because I <laughs> have no clue about this game. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it sounds like I might have had shame. Well, I mean, you have plenty to be shameful for, so I do. This. I do. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe yep. shameful that I did not play the next game on this list because uh, I think this is here we are with maybe the second highest rated, maybe third on the entire list. It was a Wii U and Nintendo Switch dual release. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Mm. Yay. I love this one. Got like 200 hours from this game. Wow. Yep. I need to go back and do the the master mode quest and see how different that is because I've heard it really changes up a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild, I enjoy this one a lot. I know this is one that you know some people have mixed opinions on. I'll agree that there's not everything about the game is perfect, but this was one. It was kind of like um, what Drippy was telling us with Skyrim, where you can just kind of put it in and like just kind of mess with it for a while. This was kind of my game for like or my equivalent to that, where it was just fun exploring around, seeing if I could find the shrines of the Korok seeds and just kind of. You know, just taking the world in, because I think the, the world itself of the game is really well designed and it's fun to explore. It feels very, it's one of those games where it feels very rewarding to like go off the beaten path. And, you know, like if you see something that catches your eye, go check it out, because there probably will be something there for you to, you know, discover, even if it's something small. Hmm. Anybody else play this one? No, but I'm hoping the new Sonic game is like that. <laughs> oh, God. I can't tell if that was sincere, uh, sincere or, or sarcastic. <laughs> I can't tell with you, Pendy. <laughs> Dead panned it too well. He did. I don't know. I mean, this, this list hasn't been updated in a few list? days. I don't know if it's got the uh, perfect 40 on Fumitsu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, thankfully, I was joking. <laughs> yep, I'll, I will be curious to see what uh, Tears of the Kingdom is going to be like now that uh, that's finally coming out next year. Is it Tears or Tears? I thought it was Tears of the King. I don't know. I thought the reason why they delayed it was because of the you know Queen Elizabeth passing, and that's why you know Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> I thought it was. Um, I thought the reason it was. I thought it was Tears because I could swear in a in a trailer you, there's like a tear that you know you can do that freezes time or something. Oh, I don't know. English is a funny language, so it could be either yeah. one. <laughs> we'll we'll Reed, see. Read red, you know. Live alive, hey, Pendy, live alive. Pendy, Sonic Frontier has got a solid 35 out of 40, man. What? Must be great. What? 35 I, out of 40. Yep. Nine, 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 eight. I, and he's awesome. going to go uh, platinum awesome. that game three times, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's right up there with God of War Ragnarok, which got straight nines. So well, Thank God I pre-ordered. Yeah, good thing. I mean, it's going to run out. How is he going to choose which one to play first? Servers will be a down. I'll have to, I'll have to put the, the box and... You know, my glass case along with Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> and shrine for all time. Yes. You better, you better play that get on like three consoles at once, you know, so you can get that triple platinum. Ooh. You aren't really oh, you aren't boy. really a, a true Sonic fan unless you can do that. 
Speaking of Platinums, I mean, only true fans of this next game went all the way through and got the Platinum on the PlayStation 4 version. Another game from our favorite series. Oh, 11? Yeah, Dragon nice. Quest 11. Oh, I really? Platinum. Two I got Platinum on this. on this list. Huh. I, did, I did not. I guess I'm not a real fan. Um, no. Get out of here. Oh my. Sorry, sorry. You can't be a host anymore. Get no. the out. Fan. I like how they point out that the Nintendo 3DS version got a uh, perfect 40 as well. Yeah, oh, thanks, Square Enix, for bringing that one to it. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, so yeah, no. I was actually just playing that version earlier today, funny enough. Really? <laughs> yeah. I well. know you bought it. I know you've messed around with it a while. Where are you at the in the 3DS version? Um, I, I played it on and off. I just got done uh, with the desert area, and I just got Silvando in the party. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, playing the 3DS version, I do. I like how that one visually looks, but I also oh, yeah. A fan of uh, that era of like of, of not era, excuse me, that kind of style of graphics for it, where it's the simple 3D, but it's still oh, has yeah. that kind of fun stylized look to it. And uh, well, I mean, it fits Dragon Quest perfectly too. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Dragon Quest isn't all about you know super hyper realism, so like that 3DS look, beautiful. Yeah, and it's it's cool too because um, comparing what the uh, I forget Galopolis area, I guess that's what it's called. What the mm-hmm. desert looks like in the console or home console versions versus this 3DS version in 3D. Uh, there's some differences, like in how the landscape is set up and how you know hilly it is, or some of the details and stuff. But like playing it still, it's just like, oh, okay, well, this is supposed to be this area. This is supposed to be that. So it's it's cool seeing that uh, comparison. And after having played um, Dragon Quest XI and the Switch version, uh, you know, in the, in the past few years. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, Yes, if you want to hear more about Dragon Quest XI, listen to about half a dozen of our previous uh, (laughs) Slime Time Prime episodes. (laughs) But yeah, that's uh, cool that Dragon Quest XI is also on here because it's definitely a great entry in the series, I think. And not just because, you know, it has nods to past games. I think it does a pretty good job on its own as well. I mean, this is surpassed for any past game for me as the the type of Dragon Quest game that I would recommend to a new fan for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got, it's got, oh yeah, it's got there's, every- there's plenty of stuff there to get someone hooked in it that is a, a fan of JRPGs in the least, and then there's tons of stuff for us that have played all the previous ones multiple times. Mm-hmm. But even all the references, it's not like it goes over their head. It's just you know whatever you wouldn't even know is a reference. So exactly, you don't get no loss. Yeah, it would, it would probably just like come that. across as like a funny bit of dialogue or something. But oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I just got a puff puff from that girl's uh, dad. Design too. Say again, Drippy? It's got the best uh, main hero design, too. I know Platy's That hair. That. Fuck yep. you, Drippy. You're all good old mock cop. We kick people out of the call. <laughs> yeah. I know you did that earlier. <laughs> to fake Pendy. Yep. Yes. Yes, the to, hair. to pen, pen dollar. Pen dollar. But, uh, <laughs> and, and plus, for me, this has um, one of the, the best cast of characters among all the Dragon Quest games. For, like, for my money, like take the cast of four and eight and this, and those are my three favorite oh, yeah. cast of characters of the of yeah. all the Dragon Quest games. So that's that's a, something that really has stayed with me with this game. It's just all the different characters in this game are all the personalities are fantastic. It, they're all enjoyable to me. I love it. They all have their quirks that are great. Yeah. I'll even go one better. I'll say in four, when I got to um, chapter five, I, there'd be people that just I never played again in my party. And in eight, uh, when I got the when I played the 3DF version, I really wanted to use the two new party members. Mm. So I did that and I was OK setting a couple people aside because what the hell it was like the third, fourth time I played it. Uh, you know, I don't need to use Angelo all the time. So, OK, I could do that. You there in 11. Everybody just rotated in. Like if somebody was getting low on MP, I'd pull somebody else out and I'd play with them for like the next 
30, 40 minutes until maybe they were low on MP or I had a reason to change them out. There was never somebody that I was like, fuck this guy. I can't have them in my party right now. Yeah. And when you're like, yeah. And like when you're rebuilding the party and you have to use certain people, I never got Mm -hmm. to a point where it's like, oh, I got to use this guy now for a while. Yeah. I loved them all. So I was like, I I enjoyed all of that. It was great. It always baffled me too before the game came out where people would be like, oh, I'm only going to use these characters. It's like, why would you only limit (laughs) yourself to those characters? That's a terrible idea. We don't even have the game yet. You don't even know what ones you're gonna like. <laughs> like, duh, the, what are you doing? Yeah, and the game and the game rewards you for using, uh, you know, various you know combinations of your characters as well. So it's good stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So e- even more so. So that was 2017. So it's been five. Let's see. Wait, 18, 19, So five years here, and only two more games on our list. Um, and they really slowed good- down now, huh? <laughs> yeah, really. Our good buddy Kojima came back though in 2019. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and probably it? the third lowest on the entire list in terms of Metacritic. Well, it's got to be Death second. Stranding then, right? It is Death Stranding, huh. oh the Walking god. Simulator, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't want to get into it earlier because <laughs> I knew okay. we were coming here. Well, Drippy, get into it, it Tell us, tell us all about. It. Yeah, it starts out really strong. Um, it actually, they're like, oh, it's a walking simulator but like planning your route and like getting your supplies ready and stuff like that and getting there it's like really awesome but like the last three hours are just like back and forth back and forth and then literally two hours of cutscenes to end the game and that just killed any goodwill that i had for it i'm like i don't i don't care about this game anymore i'm done i just want this over with and there's like rumors that there's going to be a second one i'm i'm not going to touch that one i'm, I'm done with i'm done with kojima Fool you once i just i don't i i don't know how he gets anything done with his head that far up his ass like seriously <laughs> i think it's really annoying how obsessed he is with celebrities and hollywood yeah and for sure oh, yeah it's just ridiculous i mean yeah the gameplay gameplay is fun uh just shut kojima up i don't i don't care about his stories <laughs> All right, and with that, you know, um, we'll go to our last one. It is the most recent game given a perfect uh, 40 by Famitsu. It is a non-Japanese game in the in the last three years. What do you think? What What's the best game in the world in the past three years? Uh, oh, Angry Birds. War? <laughs> no. Clash of Clans. I named it one of my favorite <laughs> games of 2021 when I played it. Ooh. Yes, uh, you did. I remember really, talking about this. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, not God, it's not the God of War from that 2018 is it not that one uh, it's a little bit more scary it would have been good for our okay. podcast last month starts um, with a g uh, let, me let me think um Ooh, i don't think it's one of the it's not oh, what the hell am i thinking of um <laughs> should we sucker punch him with the answer okay i was gonna say something like that <laughs> i said sucker punch earlier didn't I, oh no, it didn't. I said non-Japanese. I didn't get that. I even have that. Highlighted. Well, yeah, you say non-Japanese, but <laughs> it's a I think love that's letter probably, to that may be me- messing him up. Well, that took out what I. Well, actually, before like I, I know you said it was not. It's a non-Japanese game, but just thinking of what I know, uh, Eel plays. I was gonna say maybe it was one of the. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, that's not. That's not dig at you. I'm just. Um, uh, I either play games set in Japan or made by Japanese. <sighs> well, I was gonna. Say, I don't remember that. I can't remember the name of it. It's not Fatal Frame if it starts with a G, but that was kind of. My one thought, maybe it was one of those games. It's a but, samurai um, on a quest. Oh. Um, Let's know. all go out and get sushi afterwards, guys. Oh, it I does have know. that right in the middle of the name. Look at that. <laughs> that Sushi Warriors game for the Switch or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to put you out of your misery. Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Oh. 
I've, I've heard good I things about this from a couple else. people. Yeah. But and you know. it is a fun game. But <laughs> if you're not into open world games, you probably wouldn't be into it. Didn't this win some game of the game of the year awards too? Yeah, I think it was um, Player's Choice for the game game awards or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like honestly, I'm not really that big into open world games. There's been a few that I've enjoyed, but it's it's not a genre. It's a for very me. it's a very pretty game though. It looks really nice. It's fun. To yeah, visually, it, I remember trailers and stuff looking for it pretty nice. But just I don't know. I I wouldn't have thought of this one. I remember when um, discourse was going around about UI and HUDs when Elden Ring came out earlier this year. People were making fun of you know games that have tons of you know mini maps. Oh, go over here. There's a marker over there. You know, uh, I thought Ghost of Tsushima was a good in between between a game that tells you where to go and keeps you, you know, familiar with everything, but also while not being obtrusive. There's like a little button you can press. You can, uh, I think, as you slide up on the uh, touchpad in the middle, and like mm-hmm. a wind will blow and it'll, that'll tell you where the next quest marker is, and you follow that path. Stuff like that, like little things, or if you're near like a collectible or some sort of unlockable thing or uh, some sort of thing you can interact with. A, um, I want to say a bird. You would hear a chirping noise, and then a, a bright yellow bird flies by, and you can. Or your controller will vibrate. Yeah, you yeah. can get like armor that does it. Um, yeah, it's really subtle in like the UI and HUD and stuff. That's what I liked about it too. Or you can like encounter someone on the road, like they're being attacked by bandits and you can help them and they'll go oh thank you i heard something's going on over there and it'll appear on your map and it won't tell you what it is you'll just know there's something happening on that part of the map and you can go over there so it's very organic how they set everything up that's nice yeah yeah it's not forced doesn't seem forced the map doesn't there is a map you can see things if there is if you unlock a marker to something it'll show up on the map but it's completely grayed out and as you move around the uh, map fills in a bit more nice. so you know where you've been and haven't been before hmm. yeah I like that elden ring is subtle, subtle about stuff like that too that's why i like that one in the um stuff like breath of the wild you Maybe i should try him? ghost this probably should you try ghost of tsushima but yeah, i don't you know don't it's not really on the top of my list you don't hear a character go, hmm, I should check out that ridge, see what's going on. Type <laughs> yeah, thing. yeah that shit's I should go annoying. back to uh, helping that person. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it's what Horizon Zero Dawn and stuff does, and that, that shit's annoying. What would happen if I pressed this button over there? You know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's annoying. It can get a little samey with, like, the collectibles and stuff like that. Like, you're, like, running around making haikus and shit like that, but there also are, like, jumping puzzles, like, you know, for shrines and stuff like that um, it's a fun world fun. i like the combat too it's kind of reliant on like parries and stuff like that which once you get good at that it makes combat like really fun yeah i feel like games I, like this are more of a slow burn type of thing too you shouldn't try and rush through it all i like how like boss battles were different from regular fights it's sort of like mm-hmm. a duel you can't rely yeah, so heavily those are really on fun your too. normal tricks yeah all right well you know i was gonna go and uh list some other uh <laughs> I think I mentioned it before, the, the a crazy amount of PlayStation 3 games. So there was like 7 out of 27 here. That's fine. So going down to their list of 52 games that have received a 39 out of 40, out of those 52 games, 16 of them released on the PlayStation 3. 
a full third of their next tier games were PlayStation 3 games. It's insane that they were, it was just that era when they were just giving these scores out left and right. Yeah, yeah. They, they had like a bunch of Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm games on here. <laughs> like yep. even the bad ones. Like yeah. Ninja yeah. Storm, Storm 2, 2, Ninja Storm 3. Ninja yeah, Japan Storm. loves the PS3. It's, it's yeah. why that system was supported for so long, even after the PS4 came out. That's why you had like even with a, a Persona FIFA Five when they had on there. That's crazy. I'm just yeah, that... I'm looking at that too. And what is twelve? FIFA twelve. Oh, FIFA twelve. PlayStation yeah. 3. What? Yeah. So oh FIFA. Near There's a lot more. A I guess like English English games on here. Um, that got thirty nines. Last of Us Part Two, Elden Ring, Splatoon yep. Three, Elden Ring. And Splatoon 3 got one recently. Look at that. Look at mm-hmm. that. So here's my Go favorite. Persona Dragon 5. Quest Heroes 2. <laughs> Dragon Quest Heroes 2 got it. Nice. Right up there with Persona 5. Yeah. I'm almost done. I'm getting close. Uh, the only Vita representation, too. It is. Yeah. And, you know, kind of extra on there. But yeah, Dragon Quest Heroes 2 is like, wow. That got a third. I mean, I liked it, but. <laughs> Can we just talk about how Peace Walker HD Edition is on there for the 39s? Not the 40s. <laughs> uh, interesting, interesting list. All of Duty Scrolling Duty. farther down, it uh, it lists like, uh, what is it? Famitsu Awards, their game of the year. Yeah, um, I was wondering what those were. Uh, it, back, they started in 86. So here's the thing. They started in 86. I don't know if they did ratings like they did because, you know, our first perfect game was 98. But uh, yeah, the first six game of the years they gave out were to Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest 2, Dragon Quest 3, Final Fantasy 2, Dragon Quest 4, Final Fantasy 4. So uh, nice. Uh, and then all that, the way in 2004, a, Monster Hunter. Like, yeah, I think stopped. some I, I think somebody just didn't update this list. Mm. Uh, yeah, on Wikipedia sense, yeah. from 91 uh, on. Yeah, this whole list is just straight up because of the Mitsu Awards 2005 to present. This whole list is Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, um, Monster Hunter, Monster big Hunter. Monster Hunter. One, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven Monster Hunter games. There's a few Pokemon games on here. Uh, Mario Galaxy. All right. My favorite right there. 2014. Yokai Watch 2. <laughs> Best game of the year. Apparently, Splatoon uh, for the Wii U was considered uh, worthy of an award. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, if you want to rate high with Matsu, you got to make a Dragon Quest game, a Final Fantasy game, or Monster or Hunter, Monster Hunter, yeah. or Kojima. <laughs> well, you know, I wonder if whatever, these are like whatever the hell fan he voted. Kojima is not on here, is he? In the favorites of the year, critically acclaimed, but not given their awards. Best. I wonder if they're voted on. It's yeah, fan, the fans of like, and stop, stop, stop smoking that crack. Two. Yep. Not voting for that Top one. Top prize winners are determined by a combination of critical and fan review scores, as well as sales. Okay. Figures. Yeah, the sales fans figures. are like, get out of here. And sales figures. So uh, they, maybe that's your Kojima got that's them That's why there's so much Dragon Quest on here. Yep. <laughs> but that sells well in Japan? What? <laughs> yeah, sales figures. That's what he said was their Famitsu Awards, their best game of the year. Kind of went with that. You got a couple Animal Crossings. and Yeah, these are like the who's who's of games, more so than their... Uh, editor critical picks oh yeah they're so, factoring in fans well, and to see a monster hunter sales oh look at that 2006 they had their 100 favorite games ever i like how that's the last reference in the entire thing but all right guys so uh anything else you want to say any games that you were surprised did not make it anywhere on this list i didn't see resident evil 4 anywhere i was kind of surprised yeah and where the hell was nino cooney <laughs> yeah nowhere where's nino cooney too come on yeah fuck that game <laughs> if I could just go back game. for a second, um, I, I think I maybe my computer was shit in the bed for for Breath of the Wild. I just wanted to mention um, so much of a cultural like 
thing that was. I remember being at PAX and just everybody was kind of uh, PAX East at the time. Switch had just come out, game had just come out, and everybody was just kind of talking about it online and stuff like that. That's a really um, that was a really special time for me as well, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think it's Tears of the Kingdom is what I'm going to call it. So, <laughs> yeah, breathe again in the yeah. wild. <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming out next year. Uh, May May 23rd, May. I think. Oh. So gosh, let's see, 2017. Either the 23rd or the 26th, because oh. it's a Tuesday or a Friday, um, probably right. Friday. So. But uh, May, I believe. Well, I just can't believe that Dragon Quest Wars didn't get on this list somehow. <laughs> I, I don't know how the hell they left that off. I mean, such a breezy game. It should it probably sold like hotcakes. It should have won one of those awards true back shame. in 2005 or something like that. A true shame. Yeah, poor one out for uh, that. But, you know, it led to tact, right? Definitely 100% led straight to tact. You sure. see the lines, the lines <laughs> between the characters, the grids, one might say. <laughs> There's no Persona uh, 4 on here either. What's that about? Come on. I know. There's, the only one is Persona 5. It got a 39, but nothing else. Nothing else for like from Atlas at all, was there? Actually, yeah. Resident that, Evil 6 surprises got a 39. Me. Ugh, no. That is the only Atlas game on the entire list, Persona 5. Huh. Anywhere. Kind of surprised. Uh, but the six? PlayStation. Resident Evil 6? I do find it kind of funny that The Last of Us Part 2 got a 39. But I don't see the first Last of Us anywhere. I like The Last of Us Part Two, but a lot of other people didn't. So I just think that was people cool. like the first one better. They, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm. I think people consider that like one of the greatest games ever made. I don't, but other people do. Yeah, I think some some people were mad about what happened to certain characters in the sequel. If I remember right. <laughs> yeah. I won't say what. Well, that and I think it was people were kind of like you know the first one ended you know pretty not definitively i mean you could go further with that and now the kind of talk is like all right well you need to make this a trilogy now because two kind of ends in a i haven't played it i don't care about naughty dog i think they're overrated overall but uh yeah people are saying and there's probably going to be a third one now to wrap everything up god it's gonna be like final fantasy you just can't end the damn thing <laughs> it was the last one is last of us god <laughs> goes on forever final fantasy number 97 <laughs> but all right what is not going to go on forever though is this podcast because hey that's it for this episode of slime time side quest thank you drippy thank you evan thank you pendy for joining us talking about some of the best and most okay-ish games ever uh, to come out in japan thank you thanks for having us definitely an interesting list of 27 games thanks for being on guys <laughs> uh, it's like the song says, Bustin' makes you feel good. Damn it, Platy, you didn't update my line from a month ago. Hey, what can I say? Editing the podcast afterwards and writing lines beforehand, they're like my kryptonite. But, uh, hey, you know what else makes you feel good? Not using Patreon. We don't use it. But if you got any gold coins, completely burning a hole in your wallet, pouch, bottomless bag, treasure chest, pot, barrel, safe, or even searchable wall sack, and you'd like to donate anything to a website that's been sorting, supporting Dragon Quest fans for over 20 years, I bet you could find a website for Famitsu and maybe donate to them. Or easier and in english you could stop by the dragon's den at www.woodis.com slash den and click on support this site woodis has owned and maintained the site for uh what 25 years now we figured out the other day blue star pointed out he personally edits every youtube version of our podcast and he fully appreciates any donations to help keep the servers running there. Uh, the Dragon's Den website also features an Amazon affiliate link. If you click on the link and then make a purchase, a small fraction of the sale will go to support the den. It doesn't cost you anything, and it'll help. We'll just keep the site going for another 25 years. Yes, Woodis even has a Slime Time t-shirt with the logo from our resident graphic artist, Dwayne Bulk, for sale on the den. You can look as stylish as all of us do who wear this shirt all the time. Every podcast, mm -hmm. definitely. Yep. 
As part of the Dragon Quest Slime Time Extended Universe or DQ Stew, you can direct comments or questions for the podcast on Twitter and Instagram uh, at DQ Slime Time or consider joining in tons of DQ discussions at the Dragon's Den forums. One of the few remaining forums still around. Uh, find it from the Dragon's Den main page or at www.woodus.com com backslash forums uh, you can also find us and other rabid dq fans through barurian's officially unofficial dragons den discord server for more dragon quest slime time side quests or tactfully die or die another day even check out our library episodes on the dragons den anchor fm you know what just wherever you're listening to us right now they're all there please like subscribe or write a review for the podcast wherever you do listen uh, if you have any suggestions for a future side quest episode, we'd be happy to hear from you. You can reach out to you, Platy, via his Twitter, platym 3 or on Discord or the Dragon's Den via personal message. You can also contact me uh, at Yangus the Legend on Twitter uh, via the Dragon's Den or via the Dragon's Den Discord via PM. Uh, just search for Yangus or Yangus the Legend, like I said. Uh, we have a list full of ideas and we'd be happy to add some more to it. Bye, everybody. Side quest complete. Bye.